Hello and welcome into the What's Up Peoria podcast. I am your host, Nathaniel Washburn, coming to you from the Amplify studio here in downtown Peoria in our beautiful main library. I am back with another episode so you can get all the information on the wonderful events happening around Peoria so you know where to be and uh, what to be taking part in. Um, I was off last week, but I am back and I am excited because I have a guest in studio with me who is a homegrown Peoria resident and uh, she now works in Peoria so we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get a, a story today and I'm really really excited to introduce Melia Costa who is the community navigator now in the city Maylie how you doing I'm doing good how are you I'm good thanks so much for being here I really really appreciate it we are going to come back in just a second to hear all about Maylee's journey uh, to working in Peoria, going from being a teen in Peoria all the way to now working in Peoria. It's a great story. I'm looking forward to hearing about that. But before we get into that, I do want to talk about a couple of upcoming events so you know what's going on. First, I want to start with the annual Dolly Sanchez Easter celebration is coming up, if you can believe that. We are midway through March, lots of fun things happening in March, but at the beginning of April, on April 8th, we actually have our annual uh, Dolly Sanchez Easter celebration, and this is the 47th year, if you can believe that. 47 years this has been going on. April 8th, this will be happening at the Sports Complex, so make sure you get out there to celebrate the annual Easter celebration. Also going on right now in the month of month of March, excuse me, is spring training. And that's been going on now for about two and a half weeks or so. Uh, I know they've had some unbelievable crowds and some great games out there. Uh, the weather has been really, really good. So if you haven't gotten out to a spring training game, you're going to make sure you want to do that because I believe there's only about two weeks left. Uh, and uh, like, like I said, the games have been great. The crowds have been a lot of fun. Uh, so a lot of great things happening with spring training. Uh, the last thing I want to bring up is Music in March, which has been going on at Paloma Park. This happens every Sunday evening. Uh, there is free music out at Paloma Park. And they've had everything from blues, jazz, soul, lots of different uh, variety of music out there. And this will be going on through the end of March. So again, make sure you get out to Paloma Park. And this happens uh, every Sunday evening, and you can hear some free music, enjoy the great weather. And if you haven't been up to Paloma Park, uh, this is a good good reason to get up there. Paloma Park is beautiful. It's a, the newer community park in Peoria, and uh, wonderful amenities up there. And again, if you head up on there, if you head up there on Sunday afternoons into the evening, you're going to hear some great music as well. So. Uh, M March is a busy, busy month here in Peoria. We have a lot of wonderful things happening. The weather's been really great. Um, so take advantage of these things that are going on. All right, we're going to shift gears into the interview portion of our program. And as I said before, I have Maylee with me. And uh, Maylee uh, it, it, it is going to tell us a little bit about her journey. But Maylee, you started out on the Youth Advisory Board. And uh, tell us a little bit about your journey. You were on the Youth Advisory Board. You also sat on council, correct? Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about that journey and then how you ended up back in Peoria in the workforce. Yep. So I was a child that couldn't say no ever to anything so um, I would get involved in a lot of things that I didn't understand and one day our student body president at Centennial High School had mentioned that he was involved with the Youth Advisory Board and I said oh I sounds like something I want to try <laughs> so I applied and 
um, had an interview process, and then I was accepted onto the board. I believe they allowed 25 youth to join every year. Um, And so that started in 2016. I was a member, and then in 2017, I was the chair of the board. And that same year, I applied to be the liaison, which is a position where you can sit on the dais with the council and give feedback on materials on the agenda, on presentations that are presented to the council to vote on. So that youth voice is really helpful and um, impactful when you have that insight, you know, there to to give you feedback on what the youth think on development or other events happening. But so was that a little intimidating sitting on council? I mean, you got the mayor up there, you got all the council members. Is that a little bit intimidating? It was very intimidating. <laughs> I actually spoke to John Edwards about this at the time, Councilman Edwards, and I said, um, "Wow, that's really scary." You know, that's <laughs> so many important people that are trying you know like professionals and you are over here talking about things that they probably already know anyways but he said you know what it's okay everybody here started somewhere and we are all humans you know you got to kind of just bring it down to the the base level and even though you know you have the mayor sitting next to you and all these (laughs) other really important people like we're all humans and you kind of kind of got to bring it down to to that personal level yeah and and i agree with that and i saw you speak up there many times you know and you give your your updates and the reports and you always handled yourself with with tons of class and, and dignity and um always were were super well spoken so but i could definitely see how being up there on because you know it's very formal right so there's mm-hmm. it's like a formal thing so definitely intimidating but you handled it really really well Thank you. And I'm actually shocked that you say that I was well-spoken because I feel like I, that's something I've always been really hard on myself for. Really? Yeah. Like I feel like, I mean, maybe it's just me always wanting to improve, but I, I never have watched a city council meeting because I don't. Even the ones you were on, you never watched them? Well, that's the, those are the ones I don't watch (laughs) purposefully because I hate listening to myself speak or I just get really embarrassed and then I judge everything I say. Well, and that's, that's normal, but it's too, it's, it's also a good way to improve too. Like it's a good way for, for people to be, you know, nobody likes to really hear themselves. Well, I'm sure some people do, but most people don't. And, but we can use that to improve too. So. And that's what I try to use to convince myself, but then it just, <laughs> then I'll have a bad day of the rest of the day because I'm thinking about how stupid I sound uh, and saying something. <laughs> so, so you're on the, the youth advisory board, you elevate yourself to the liaison, then what happens to you? Then I graduate high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to NAU, that's Northern Arizona University for four years. I studied political science, which was actually a career inspired by Jeff Tyne. Wow. Who was the city manager. It, it, wow, at the that's time. unbelievable. Yeah. Shout mm-hmm. out to, to Jeff. Hopefully he hears this and she, shout out to him. That's awesome. No, and I've told him several times, like, Jeff, you are the reason why I'm in public service now. But um, when I had joined the board, like I said, I had no idea what it was. Like, my career path was actually to become a surgeon. I. Wh- didn't holy yep. moly that we we just went okay all right i'm following you all right yeah and so like i was in all of the clubs for medical school and etc and then i joined the board and i realized this is how i want to help people 
Wow. Mm-hmm. That's that is truly amazing. So, what what did you, was there something specific? You know, as a surgeon, you're helping people too. But was there something specific about public service that really you just latched onto? I well, part of it is because I was scared of med school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Totally fair. You know, when you weigh both, you're like, okay, this will be a little bit easier than um, being a surgeon. But I think the biggest thing that drove me this direction is because um, my family came from Mexico. They immigrated Mm -hmm. here. And growing up, I remember just always being scared of ICE and being scared of being deported, which now we we took a really big turn here. We did, but that's okay. um, That's part of your journey, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we're here for. And so I just remember sitting in the city council meeting. So this kind of just happened when I became a liaison, when I got the exposure of city council, I saw the way that policy is passed and the way that everyday policy affects, you know, the Mm -hmm. everyday person. Absolutely. And so when I was reflecting on my upbringing and the things that scared me growing up and the way that I can change it, um, that's really what intrigued me, just policy. That's unbelievable. It's interesting you bring that up. We just had the Youth uh, Government Day where the uh, the 7th and 8th graders come. That was this week. And one of the things I said to that group that came into the library was, if you really want to make real change, local government is the place to do that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we affect the daily lives of the people who live in our city. And so there's really no better place to be a true public servant than yep. local government, right? Yep. So you saw that early and, and and took advantage of that and went up to NAU, finished in, in the four years. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's not easy to do in this day and age either, by the way. I'm sure you had to work your tail off for that because that's hard to do. I was, I honestly sometimes felt like I was behind because some people finished in three years. <laughs> I don't know. You were not behind. I guarantee that. I don't guarantee know how that. they did that. How did you like being up at NAU? Was that a fun experience? No, that was amazing. Yeah. I, I was scared at first. I remember hearing all the stories about the snow and like some people get altitude sickness and just can't handle it up there. But I lived there three years. I lived in the dorms. One year I lived in the apartments and never really had an issue. It was a great college town and really supportive community. Yeah, and Flagstaff is a great, it's a great town. Good, mm-hmm. like, I went to NAU actually for a year myself. Oh. Um, loved living up there too. It was a little cold for me, um, but uh, but it's a great town and it's it is a great college town. There's there's it's it's a lot of fun and NAU is a great school. We have we are lucky. We have great universities in in this state and NAU is is right up there. And there's a lot of wonderful people that come out of NAU and do wonderful wonderful things. So mm-hmm. and you're you're amongst that group. So you graduate. What brings you back to Peoria? Um, well, I knew that I wanted to work in city government at some point. And when I was still in Flagstaff my senior year, I started thinking about where I wanted to work. And I, the only place I can come to mind was Peoria just because of... Sure, the, your experience, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You no, know, the, the connections, you know, it's my hometown. And so I started to apply for jobs in Peoria, and I was able to secure a position with community engagement. Mm-hmm. So that's a that was a part-time position, um, community engagement assistant, and I helped with the block parties, with the pop-ups, with 
um, the tool lending program, all of those fun things. Yeah, they're cool. Um, Adam Adam Johnson was in here a couple of weeks ago and was talking all about those programs, and they're amazing, mm-hmm. amazing stuff. Yeah, so I was able to help him out for a few months. I think I started in May. As soon as I graduated, I started that job. And then in December, I was hired as the community navigator. So All right. I started off part-time, and then now I'm full-time. Um, so this position is still kind of within the same team, but another branch of it. Okay. So this is more helping connect residents to resources, um, whether that's health care, rent assistance, uh, utility assistance, senior services, child services, anything you can think of where, you know, you're getting help um, just with your everyday activities, even food mm-hmm. assistance, um, food assistance programs. So... Um, I'm able to to speak to a lot of residents in need and then also see that the the resources I'm providing are helping them. Yeah, that's that's really where it's uh, where, where where you get to see the fruits of your labor, right? Mm-hmm. You're going out, you're doing all this stuff and then when you get to see, you know, residents who are really being impacted by these programs that are so necessary and that are great for our citizens to take advantage of when they need it. Um, that's really cool that you were able to see that. So community navigator, Mm -hmm. um, you kind of explained a little bit about what you do, but this is a newer position, right? Mm -hmm. So you kind of are, uh, you're kind of forging a new path here with this position. You're kind of, uh, you know, writing the book, so to speak. What are you finding with this, with this new position? Are you, you really finding that there's a a true need for it and that these are these services are really being used? Oh, yes. Awesome. I sometimes, I wish I could have another part-timer help me or even another another full-time staff. Sure. Um, just because on the daily you get, you know, you're working on the projects you normally have. So um, I also plan workshops. So part of it is also education, um, educating the community. So I plan workshops. On April, we're going to have a fair housing workshop here in the library. Oh, cool. Right on. Um, so things related to that. And then you have residents calling and emailing you, um, usually that need urgent assistance. Right. And so sometimes that gets a little labor intensive because then you also want to check up and see if they got the services that they needed. Um, but I think on average, I speak to about 15 residents. What, a day? A week. A week. Okay. If I, I like, if it was a day, day. like that's what I was like, you're oh, gonna be man. overwhelmed. But but still, that's good contact with the with the community. Um, you're doing wonderful things in the community. In the community. So you uh, is this what you had envisioned yourself when you think back to you thought, oh, I'm gonna be a surgeon. No, I'm gonna go into you know government. Is this what you thought it would be? Is this where you thought you would be? Yes and no. That's a loaded question. I understand that, by the way. No, yeah, it's <laughs> fine. Um, so I sometimes feel like this might be a little bit outside of the realm that I was intending to go because my idea was I want to write policy, you know, and that's completely different right now than what I'm sure, doing. Sure. But it's giving me good insight into what people need, what people are struggling with. And um, just forming those connections, too, with nonprofits, learning right. about the services that are out there. Um, and so I, I've i been really enjoying the learning curve. And it's, sometimes it is difficult because I feel like I'm on call all the time. You know, I get 
emails on the weekend too and then people are asking about you know domestic violence mm -hmm. resources mm -hmm. and it's like how do you not respond yeah right although you know you know got job boundaries with work and life but it is a little bit different than i was expecting it kind of reminds me of a social worker so okay. if anybody out there wants to help my team <laughs> maybe in the future there will be positions but you know i think this would be a perfect job for somebody interested in that kind of casework. Yeah, where you're really truly getting to help people, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I think these these are the type of things where, you, like I said, you get to see the work in action, but you really are on the, 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 the smallest level helping these people who truly need help. And like you said, sometimes it's emergency help. They need help now. Yeah. And that's where the city provides those services and does a great job. And you're doing a great job over there. Mm -hmm. You really, you, you really are, you know, grabbing, grabbing the bull by the horns and, and, and kind of, you know, blazing this trail. And so I think it's really, really amazing. And for that, you recently won an award. Um, and so I got to bring this up because this was leader of tomorrow war award. Is that correct? Yes. So tell us a little bit about what is the leader of tomorrow award about? And this was uh, just a few weeks ago, correct? Yes. Okay. I, I don't remember the date. It's kind of <laughs> been okay. a blur. That's okay. Um, but actually I received that award about a year ago. Oh, okay. And they just now had the ceremony. And during that time, I'm not too sure what it was that I, the qualifications that I met or what it was, but during that time, I was actually serving as student body president for NAU. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Very, very cool. It was one of the best experiences of my life. Honestly, it, 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 you, you left that part out when we talked about NAU, student body president, <laughs> really? It, yes. That's amazing. Yep. And I know it's funny because you mentioned my public speaking skills and like, <laughs> oh my gosh, the amount of speeches I have never, oh goodness, I, I gave a speech at commencement. Like that. Wow. That That's huge. It, and I had to write it. Yeah, of course. That's no, fantastic. It was, <laughs> No, nerve wracking, but I got my practice in for sure. I'm sure. So you're you're kind of built now for someday, and I have no doubt you will. Someday you will be writing policy because it sounds like you're kind of just built for that. You you know you you served on you know oh I'm on the the youth advisory. Oh now I'm a liaison. Oh I'm going to go to school now. I'm student body president. So you're making these these transitions to these positions that are really important. Student body presidents extremely important you're the voice of the students mm -hmm. so what an amazing experience for you i'm sure and then you transition to the to the hometown that you grew up in i mean you're a hometown hero this is this is a fantastic story so all of you listening this is those stories that are that you you read about that you hear about but this is it in our in our very own city we have a young lady who Aww. was born and raised and worked her way through college and now is working in the city she grew up in. I mean, that's truly a hometown hero story. That's very, very cool. Oh, thank you. Very, very kind. <laughs> <laughs> you seem a little bit modest there, Maylee. I, I think that uh, I understand that, but I really think it's pretty amazing. Um, so what are you looking to do in the future now with this this uh, new position that you're in, the, the community navigator? What are you hoping to accomplish in the future? Well, right now, something that I want to, like the information I want to gather from me going out into the community because it's not just people calling or emailing i also set up pop-up events mm -hmm. so recently i put together a list of neighborhoods that the census data showed are high needs areas so 
they are either on public assistance programs or they don't have internet, they don't have insurance. So those events, um, those pop-ups are going to be happening later this month. Okay. And so with the residents that I interact with, I want to follow up mm-hmm. and see, okay, did the services I provide help you? And so that's that's kind of my biggest goal right now out of this position. I just want to see the amount of people that I helped and the amount of people that I reached. And so um, really just make it a, a position where people know, hey, you need help with this? Like the city has a person. And so um, I guess It's a good goal. It's a good goal to have. You know, build that face, build that name and um, that trust mm-hmm. with residents. Oh, that's a great point. Trust is everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So w- if people do need these these resources, if people do need help, where can they go? They can contact our email. So that's mm-hmm. Peoria Support, P-E-O-R-I-A, support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, mm-hmm. at peoriaaz.gov. Or they can call 623-773-7770. But really, they can can visit our community center as well. Okay. We have a resource center in there. Yeah, which is great. They do great work over there. Mm -hmm. Awesome stuff over there. So, So, and and obviously, going to the website is a good way to get all this information. And that, again, was Peoria Support. That was the email. What's the the website that they can go to? PeoriaAZ.gov. And then backslash... Peoria support. Right. Okay. So there you go. So that's the website. Um, Maylee gave you the email that you can reach out to as well as Mm -hmm. a phone number. So all the different ways that people can find the services and the help that they need with all the great work that you, you are doing. And again, um, congratulations on the award. I know, I know it's been some time obviously, but still congratulations. What an amazing honor to to be considered a leader of tomorrow. Um, And then congratulations on this wonderful journey that you've been on and that you're, you're still on, obviously you're so young and you got uh, so much more to, to, to offer to the city and to the, to the residents here. But what an amazing story of truly the journey of, of, of growing up in a city, going to school and then coming back from, from college to come back and, and work in the city that you love mm-hmm. and that you want to, you want to continue to help and giving up a career in medicine for it. That's, that's pretty oh, amazing. Oh man. I, sometimes <laughs> I think about it, like maybe I could go to med school, but Oh, I have no doubt you could go to med school. Do you want to go to med school is the question. But I think you're helping people in a way that you probably never thought you would. And that's how I feel about what I getting to work in the city. I always feel when I come in contact with somebody who really needs help, I'm helping them in a way that I never thought I would. And every Mm -hmm. single day we can change a life. And Mm -hmm. we wake up in the morning with that mindset that every single day I can change a life for the better that's why we're here and that's why city government and what we do is so important. So kudos to you and what you've been doing over there and, and neighborhood and human services and keep up the good work. I, I really, really appreciate you coming on the show and telling your story. No, thank you for having me. No problem. We're going to get you back on obviously down the road. Cause we want to hear more about the uh, programs that you're working on and how those are, are going. But uh, again, my thanks to May Lee for coming on, sharing her journey. These are the type of stories that I love to hear on this podcast. I know the listeners really love it too. So uh, again, as a reminder, lots of wonderful things going on in March. We have uh, um, music in the park. We have spring training and then April is just around the corner with our Easter events. And then obviously there'll be more events 
upcoming, uh, like the second Saturdays that will continue on. So I'll have more information uh, on April into our next episode. I am very excited about the upcoming guests that we have here in the next few weeks. So make sure you are tuning in and downloading the podcast. Um, we are growing and we are having fun doing this, but what's up Peoria is the podcast for all the information you need in Peoria. So for May Lee, I want to say thank you. And to my audience, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, this is What's Up Peoria. Peoria.